It's Thursday, June 6, 2013. Today, the fires are larger and more complex. The fire seasons, they're hotter, they're drier, and they're longer. Bad timing for sequester cuts to hit the U.S. firefighting budget. New Mexico County first in the nation to ban fracking. Renewable energy projects break out across the U.S. Plus, the National Mall's new monument to climate change. All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Come and tell me that the EPA is basing their rules on sound science because see i know that they're not because i am a scientist oh congressman bill johnson from ohio you have a computer science degree from 1984 but if i have any questions about my commodore 64's floppy drive i'll give you a call this is your green news report Okay, Desi Doyen, we've been talking about the out-of-control Monsanto GMO wheat that has sprung up for some reason in a field in Oregon. Monsanto can't explain why. In the meantime, some good news. The state of Connecticut has voted to require GMO foods to be labeled as such. Yes, uh, sort of. They require five other states to also vote to label GMO, and they also have to be a bordering state, and they have to total more than 20 million in population. (laughs) So all of those other things have to go into effect first before Connecticut's law actually kicks in. Yes. Cowards. Way to go, Connecticut. What else do you have for us today? Well, if you're visiting the National Mall in Washington, D.C. And I am not. (laughs) You should check out their new monument to climate change. Okay, it's not really a monument to climate change. It is a wall, but it's a $10 million flood wall that the National Park Service quietly built over the last two years in downtown D.C. to protect the nation's monuments, museums, federal agencies, and the National Archives from frequent and intense flooding that is predicted to increase due to climate change. Wow, I love that. A monument to climate change. Good good framing. <laughs> Remember, the Capitol barely escaped major flooding when Superstorm Sandy hit New York instead of D.C. last October. This weekend, Florida is bracing for Tropical Storm Andrea, the first named storm of the hurricane season, which officially started June 1st. Coastal industries and residents are preparing for what the National Hurricane Center predicted will likely be a brutal hurricane season, potentially up to 11 named storms. That's according to the meteorological scientists, not the computer scientists. That's right. Am I right, Congressman Johnson? Meanwhile, it's the opposite problem in the West, where drought is driving an early and vicious wildfire season, with several major fires burning already in New Mexico and California. And it's not going to get any better, says U.S. Forest Service Chief Tom Tidwell in a Senate hearing on Tuesday. The thing that's really driving it is just the changing climate that we're dealing with. Today, the fire seasons that we face today, they're over 60 days longer than when I was a firefighter. That's the snow melts earlier, fields dry out that much faster. Chief Tidwell also testified budget cuts from the sequester have forced the Forest Service to divert funds from prevention to fighting active fires. Two of the nation's biggest wildfires are in New Mexico right now, exacerbated by record drought and dwindling water supplies. Groundwater is being so rapidly depleted that Mora County in New Mexico took action, becoming the first county in the nation to ban fracking within its borders because fracking uses 
about 4 million gallons of fresh water per well. And conservative Mora County says they need that water for people. So it wasn't banned because it could poison the drinking water. It was banned because, thanks to climate change, it will use up all the drinking water. (laughs) Yeah. Now that's the first county to ban fracking. Several cities have taken that action this year. The latest is the city of Boulder, Colorado, which this week approved a one-year moratorium on fracking within city limits. However, some citizens' efforts to protect their water supply have been blocked. That was the case in Fort Collins, Colorado, north of Denver. The city council voted two weeks ago to reverse its moratorium on fracking after being threatened with lawsuits from the oil industry and Colorado's Democratic governor, John Hickenlooper. But despite desperate measures from the fossil fuel industry to maintain their stranglehold on the nation's energy supply, in Nevada, the state legislature on Monday passed a bill requiring the state's largest utility to close all of its coal plants and move to a mix of renewable energy and natural gas. And the Interior Department announced three new utility-scale renewable energy plants, two solar, one geothermal, to be built on public lands in the Arizona and Nevada deserts. And after nearly a century of the federal government auctioning off millions of acres and leases on public lands to extract oil, gas, coal, and minerals, the Interior Department announced this week they will hold the first ever lease auction for offshore wind energy. And that only took five years. Oh man, you're ending with a wind story, and I just used my favorite wind ending music on Tuesday. Recycling. Use it again. I think I will. For much more on those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help the Green News Report stay on your public airwaves. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Stay safe, Florida. Yes, some mighty winds are blowing across the land and across the sea. Yes, it's blowing peace and freedom. It's blowing you and me.